are now tuned in to the Mom CEO Suite podcast. I'm your host, Felicia, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, I'll be sharing my mompreneur journey along with strategies that will help you build your online business operations in a sustainable way. The goal is to help you build a business that fits into your lifestyle as a mom who values putting family first. We will also hear the experiences and expertise of other moms with service-based businesses. You'll get a peek into our journeys so you'll know that you aren't alone. Motherhood gets hard. Entrepreneurship gets hard. But together, we can do hard things. Welcome to the suite. Hey friend, welcome to another episode. Today we're going to be talking about how to avoid becoming your team's worst nightmare. Now at the suite, a part of our framework for building your online business in a sustainable way is team building. And having a team, it can be such an asset to your business. But on the flip side, a lot of horror stories can come along with having a team. And if you as the business owner, you don't have your things in order, then it's going to be the team member that's going to be having these horror stories about you and your business. And we want to avoid that at all costs. So I'm just going to be sharing four things that you can do to kind of avoid that. And this is just based on my experience being behind the scenes in businesses for years. I did do some VA work um, earlier on um, in my entrepreneurial career. And so I've seen a good amount of things behind the scenes in businesses. So again, I'm gonna share these four things. Now, when I say team, I'm not saying necessarily that you need to have full-time employees or full staff. Like me, for example, I don't have full-time employees or full staff. I outsource things on a project-by-project basis or just depending on what's going on in my business. I have certain contractors that I use for certain things like graphics or updates to the website. But for now, I have lots of things automated in my business, so it's not a need. So again, think about where you are in your business, what your need is, and build your team from there. But we'll talk about specifics about team building in another episode. Okay, so let's get into these four things. How you can avoid becoming your team's worst nightmare. So number one, you want to establish and maintain clear communication. Now, in order to do this, you need to collaborate with your team member to define what this really means. You cannot have an expectation for communication without expressing that to the team member, okay? So you both need to be on the same page. So what is your communication going to look like? Is this going to be a weekly Zoom call or will you be able to communicate throughout the week during your business hours on Slack or Voxer? Or are you going to communicate via email and then establish what the cadence for your communication is going to be? So are you communicating daily or just weekly? And along with that also are the boundaries that are going to be in place in terms of your communication. So will you be able to So all of these are things for you to consider as you are establishing what clear communication looks like. But not only do you need to establish it, but you also need to maintain it. And this is one of the things that I have seen in my experience is that consistent communication becomes a problem. And when there is lacking or inconsistent communication, 
then that leaves room for problems and challenges to arise in their relationship, but also in the business as well. So that's the first thing. You want to establish and maintain clear communication and make sure you are collaborating with your team member to define what that really means. Okay, number two is you want to avoid scope creep. You hear this term a lot when it comes to clients. So the client may have hired a business owner to do a particular thing. And as the project progresses, they want to add little things along the way that were not a part of the initial proposal or initial agreement of the project. Now, from a team perspective, this can happen as well if you as the business owner bring someone on to your team and then once you have hired them for a particular role or task, once they're on board, you start asking them to do other things. So let's just say you hire them to do your social media marketing. Then if you begin to ask them to do other things like oh, can you do email marketing? This typically happens if this is a a virtual assistant. But you start asking other things. Can you do email marketing? Can you update the website, right? So this is scope creep. And this is very frustrating to the person that you have hired because they have the expectation that they are going to be doing one thing and now you are asking them to do more. And it becomes even more of a challenge when you are not offering as the business owner to compensate them for this additional scope of work that you are asking them to handle. And so to avoid scope creep, you want to have clearly defined roles and responsibilities. You want to start this from the time you put out your job description. So in the job description, you want to be very clear about the role that you are hiring for and the specific tasks that this person is going to be responsible for. In order to do that, of course, you need to really identifying where the gaps are and what the the role needs to be. But Clearly define your roles and responsibilities so that you can avoid scope creep. Okay, next, number three, and this will also kind of help you to avoid scope creep, but it's also number three in our list here is that you want to have SOPs available. SOPs are standard operating procedures. And so again, SOPs are the blueprint for how your business operates. They outline how tasks are performed. And when you have SOPs in your business, this can help you have a smoother and more efficient onboarding experience. And this is very important because if you don't have a good onboarding experience, this will kind of diminish your reputation. This also, again, as I mentioned, will help you to eliminate scope creep and it can help you to improve your retention rate for uh, your team members. Because again, the problems that arise are that somebody coming on, if you don't have SOPs or if you haven't clearly defined their role, then they're coming on. It's disorganized. They are feeling like they don't know what they are supposed to be doing on a day-to-day basis. They don't have any guidance. And so SOPs really help with guiding them from day one, from onboarding all the way through until whenever it's time for them to offboard. It helps them to understand 
how the tasks are supposed to be performed according to your your business blueprint. And again, it just makes things go a lot more smoother and efficient. Now, if you are needing support with your SOPs, make sure you click the link in the show description so you can get the details about our upcoming two-day SOP sprint. All right, now finally, last in our list, number four, is that you want to find the balance between micromanaging and abdicating. So micromanaging is, let's just say you hire somebody and you are constantly checking in. You're constantly just, you're overbearing and you are going outside of the boundaries of the established communication that you have set. So you don't want to be a micromanager. It can seem like you don't trust them. But you also don't want to abdicate. And abdicating is when you might bring a team member on and you just totally relinquish your responsibilities or your duties and you give them no guidance. You pretty much just give them the whole pie and say, here, this is your thing now without any type of guidance. And so you want to be able to find the balance between the two to where you are Letting this team member know that you have some level of trust in them, right, that they can handle the tasks, but that you are also going to not just leave them out there, that you are going to be available, you or another team member, that somebody is going to be available to guide them throughout the process or to be available for feedback or questions that they might have, okay? So again, As a quick recap, how can you avoid becoming your team's worst nightmare? Number one, you want to establish and maintain clear communication. You want to avoid scope creep. You want to have SOPs available. And then finally, you want to find the balance between micromanaging and abdicating. I hope that this was helpful for you. Send me a message on Instagram. And let me know which one of these four things was most impactful for you. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Mom CEO Suite podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can you do us a favor? Leave a review on iTunes and share with other moms in business like you. Help us spread our message and empower others who are at this intersection of motherhood and entrepreneurship.